0: Yeah, he wrote. It's sick, actually. Um, I, jo- like, this is his, like, his Yeah, he wrote own. it. It's Holy a, shit, yeah. I didn't know he wrote a book. Steph got that from me. Dude,
1: that um, would be sick. Because he's kind of, like, a comedian, but he's also, like, pretty much, like, a fucking philosopher. He got cancelled. Canceled? canceled.
0: Yeah, like, he couldn't go do, like, certain live venues and shit. Kind of like... Why? Because in the late 60s... Um... If you would say if you were saying like words like shit at like even the Playboy Mansion, you would get your tra- contract canceled. Really? Yeah. I and mean, like he got canceled in Vegas for saying shit. Yeah,
1: we thought cancel culture. was Yeah, bad. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. I mean, he said way worse things than shit. Well, like, that's because like at, this shit is pretty. Offensive. Literally, I'm at <laughs>
0: that point in the book where it's like he he had that turning point in his career where like he was felt like he was selling his soul to get gigs. Yeah. And then like just now. He like made his wife get an abortion. He has like a she's like
1: addicted to booze. He's Wait, like he's alive.
0: No, no, no. Dead. Just now in the book. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was
1: gonna say. I that. was like, what? <laughs> just now. <laughs> <At this laughs> something I don't... he lives in these walls.
0: <laughs> <laughs> George, are you there, George? <laughs> George. <laughs> okay. <All right. laughs> I guess we should just keep that. No, I, I, we can, but I didn't even have to go to Sam once. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's okay. I'm he not Sam. I'm too. not Sam Luke. I'm your conscience. <laughs>
0: yeah, That's George Carlin, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Give us your tight five.
1: What? <laughs> oh
0: no, we should definitely it's, keep that. That's in stand up, you have this thing called your tight five when you're just starting out, and it's what basically like you base you get like no stage time, so you get five minutes pretty much any time you go up. So, they call your tight five. And it's like kind of your audition to prove you're decent. Oh, shit. I'm just way off with this switcher off the bat, so...
1: <laughs> Are we recording?
0: Yeah. Oh, We're shit. We're baby.
1: <laughs> Hello, people. Welcome to the John and Luke show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also here.
0: Guest number one. <laughs> Numero uno. Yeah, give us the intro.
1: Sure, Blah, sure. My
0: belly's... <laughs> My belly is gonna burst out of the shirt with excitement.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's kind of like, oh <Okay>
2: fuck I don't know. All
0: right, okay, go. we got Sam here <laughs> 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 on the Chilling with Sean and podcast. <laughs> I should just be laughing with Sean. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real—we don't have any conversation. <laughs> it's a real honor to have <laughs> Sam here. Uh, I've known him since I was fourteen. I'm actually—I actually just my seventeenth birthday is coming up, so I'm pretty excited. <laughs>
2: Is your gut 17 or are you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You can measure the years by. I how remember big it the is.
1: days when you used to hold me, man.
2: So, back on tour.
0: Oh
1: Jesus.
2: <laughs> okay, let's collect ourselves. Yeah. All right.
0: <sighs> okay. <laughs> so, Sean, give him a proper introduction, for God's sake.
2: <laughs> All right, we got Sam Arion, currently a mute choir. He is a producer. Uh, why don't you give yourself a little introduction? Who are you? What do you do?
0: Yeah, tell everyone where it starts. Where it starts. For those who don't know the
2: man, the myth, the legend. Sam Marion.
1: Well, I don't think I could say it any better than you. I'm a producer. I play in a band called Mew Choir. Um, I've been buds with Sean Luke for... Since we were 14, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> until our recent collective 17th birthday. Um, <laughs> And, yeah, I mean, me and Sean used to play in a band together. Luke came on tour with us in that band, too. So, like, lots of memories there. Lots to unpack.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. You guys were just in the studio today doing something.
1: Yeah. yeah. And I just uh, I just rented out uh, my buddy's spot for a couple weeks to do some stuff. Today was the first day. Sean was uh certified bro helping me drive some of this stuff down.
0: So Sean was just there for show. He was he, he was helping you drive stuff. He wasn't actually. You just watched.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like I just make music and he sits there being like, "Yes, this is." He nice. yeah. sits <laughs> there and
2: take. Uh, yeah, it's like a like a guidance role. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> show if
1: for he's lucky. like my adult guidance, guidance
0: counselor. <laughs> if he's lucky, we let him touch the keys once in a while. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Only once. No, <laughs> yeah, it was actually a good day. It was weird because we spent the whole day working on something because we were listening to like cannons. That one Canon song on the drive over, it oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. was playing on the radio. We're like, oh man, this is such a good song. It'd be great to actually write a song similar to this. And then we probably spent like three or four hours trying to do something like that, only to realize that we were getting absolutely nowhere.
1: <laughs> what is this <laughs> canon song? How's it go?
2: That I was on fire for you.
1: It was just like kind of a song that the yes. whole song was just like one dancey beat or like It'd be sweet to write a song where we just have like psh, 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 the whole song. Like, and did, did it happen? Easy to, no, no. That <laughs> well, actually, but kind if, of. This song, yeah. was so, so uh, we did that for a bit, and we we're like, hey maybe we should cut it. And we, as we were out having a smoke, um, you know, Sean sang a little part. And I was like, oh, that's dope. And then another song came from it, which also had that beat. So we sort of did, but it was just like. After about three hours of doing something and then eventually being like, this is bad.
0: This is bad. Really bad. Five hours. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, like you when you're in the studio,
1: by. like five hours isn't like five hours. It feels so much shorter. I don't know why. It does. But It's just like, it's, it's like that.
0: I noticed that we were talking about editing before we started this really cool podcast. And there's something that happens. It's not like what I was trying to explain to my girlfriend was... When I write, I'm like I have to like fucking shave my skin off to sit down. It's a nightmare. Like mm-hmm. I'm like God it, this is gonna be brutal. Well, when I sit in front of like a computer, writing, like a script, yeah, or, or script, anything like that. I've kind of trained myself to make it not so bad now. Mm-hmm. But when you sit down to edit, it's like it fucking flashes. It's well, it's like six. Well, because
1: that's editing is skill that you've built up. Whereas like writing, no matter how there is an element of skill, but it's like. You're still just, like, plucking something out of the ether, you know what I mean? Right, yeah, yeah, like yeah.
2: if you don't have anything page. that's coming to you, it's just so frustrating. I was actually saying this to Sam, too, because when we went out for the first, like, kind of just break... It, or Actually, maybe it was before we wrote that song, but I was just saying... On the days where you don't have anything, and you haven't got anything, and it's just hours and hours, and you're like, man, like, I just can't think of the right words, or I can't think of the right idea... And then it'll come to you, but like you almost need that time of just struggling without coming up with anything to eventually have something. Like if you don't put in the work of being like just sitting and thinking and not getting anything, you'll never get to that point, you know, Mm -hmm. because you're actually putting in the work and it feels like an eternity and it feels a little frustrating yeah. once you get that idea like today then it all just, it happened so fast you're like like i just like sat there i was like writing stuff you were just like doing this crazy production and then it just happened super quick you
1: know i I heard this quote recently that like i'm i don't even remember who said it and i don't even remember the exact quote i don't even know but, if it's real but it was, <laughs> it was something like inspiration like rarely comes around but when he does he better find you working and i was like dude that's so true i, I love that because i was like damn yeah this that's so it, it's it's insanely true and you gotta fucking put in the work but also just sometimes it's just fucking timing like you know I, I don't know how many times like something bad was happening that maybe i wouldn't even write about but like something shitty was happening i'm like fuck this but then after that somehow something comes out of it musically that is really awesome And I'm like, you know, if that bad thing didn't happen, even if it doesn't have anything to do with the song, if that bad thing didn't happen, I wouldn't have, you know, made that that thing. Everything's like this tiny chain chain link of events, which is kind of like is uh, positive in a way that you're like you go with the flow with stuff. You know, it teaches you to just like accept what's happening because like the negative thing might
2: lead to something lead
1: to the positive thing. Yeah.
2: That's kind of a nice thing about writing is that you can kind of let even, like, bad things that happen to you, if you can somehow channel it and write about it and turn it into a positive, then you almost, it's like a way of reflecting.
1: Well, it's kind of a weird thing, though, because it's like you, it's it almost seems like this, like, our instinct is almost to have to work hard for something. Like, you know, I need to get this done, so I have to sit here for the next five hours and hammer away at it. But, like sometimes that's that's not how how it really goes
0: and it's funny because i have the complete opposite experience yeah my experience is like right now i'm writing a book okay you're writing a book yeah and I'm like, i just finished chapter five each chapter is about like 33 pages long Holy 30 or 33 but i f- i find that i have to sit down in order to get the idea and fucking like strap myself in to really like flow Definitely. I, I have to get into a flow state. Oh, I thought you Definitely. were. I thought you were saying that you it doesn't it doesn't have to happen like that. Like it just comes to you. I don't think no, ever- I think,
1: I think more. My point was like that the like incessant push, which is often what happens when maybe like with us, we were working on a, an idea that wasn't working, but like it commonly what will happen is you'll like push and push and you'll be like, no, 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 we're almost there. We need to get it, but like it. I don't want to say it should be easy, but, like, there's a certain point where just taking a second to go out for that smoke and having a conversation will inspire the thing that you were looking to find. That you sitting there staring at a piece of paper being like, I'm going to push myself to get this is not going to get, you know. But, yeah, you still need to get in there and be working and putting in an effort if, like... I mean, sometimes ideas come if you're just sitting around, but like... It's
0: very odd. Like it's I very said, not realistic.
1: Inspiration wants to find you working.
0: Exactly. That's a, yeah. Uh, the quote makes a little more sense now that I take some time to think about it. But. And it, it is
2: nice just taking five minutes out of what you're doing. If you are working really hard on something, just getting up, I mean... Do, doing whatever your vice is, like if mm-hmm. you need a coffee or if you just need some fresh air oh, or a cigarette. It's, it's not talking life. about
0: vices. <laughs> it's it's
2: not. <laughs> Let's not go down that road. Yeah. Uh,
0: Whatever your vice is, robbing a bank, killing someone. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it'll like it'll get you there. And so Sam has been working on a record um, during oh. the quarantine. Put out a record when quarantine happened. Just as it happened. Yeah, what, what happened? Tell, tell everyone about that. Silent well,
0: conversation. When did the quarantine start last year, March?
1: Uh, like, I, yeah, March. It's almost like a year anniversary. Like or has un, it been a year since the record came out? was what, what today? March, March 1st. 1st. Yeah. Oh, I actually missed the anniversary. The anniversary would have been the 28th. Um, so yesterday? No, two days ago.
0: Anniversary of what? His record.
1: Of, of my record. Okay. But yeah I guess this this story with that is just that you know I had this record took so long to make. Um, just like the project itself was just coming into being, but you know started making it probably in twenty seventeen ish but really started making it when i like when I really fully went into it, it was like two years of making the record. and then you know we got we got a deal from a little indie label in Canada. Got a distributor, just got, you know, like some of the business stuff lined up, um, got some support here and there, and then put off the record a bit more to work on a few more songs that got added, and then eventually, finally put it out February um, 2020, and it's weird to even think that that is 2020, because it was like, when we put out our record was a different world than the world Mm -hmm. that ensued two months later, you know? And yeah, we put it out February 28th and we landed a tour with a band called the Bluestones who let us open for them, just cross Canada tour. And, um, we did a little Ontario run a little uh, in Montreal as well. Um, and then took a two week break and then released the record, then went for the full Canada run, which was supposed to be here in Toronto all the way out to, you know, Vancouver, Victoria and back. So and really. you
0: sold it all out the whole way through and it went great, right? <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, <laughs> well, we were opening the tour and and uh, so uh, actually a lot of the shows were sold out. But I mean, it wasn't us that was selling it out; it was the Blue Stones. Right. We were lucky enough to open up, and you know that was a dope,
2: I think, dope we were opportunity. We didn't get the chance to do it
1: yeah, kidding? well, so long story short, we did the first two shows of the tour yeah, <laughs> and then man, went to so b- f- when we were in Winnipeg, we got to the show, which in this True. The, the cross Canada tour the, the that half of the tour, which wasn't the Ontario part, it was the first show of the tour, and to get to Winnipeg, it's any musician knows it's the worst part of the entire Canada oh drive because it 's three days of like this tiny highway garbage roads and you're in like a sprinter van you're in a sprinter van five As guys you know well Luke, five guys oh, yeah and you have to basically just drive three days just to get to the first show yeah. that is canadian touring so we get to the first show and then like literally five minutes before we're getting on stage they're Come like on. hey just so you guys know like this is the last show. Like the whole <laughs> tour is getting canceled. Why would they tell you five minutes before you go? <laughs> I don't know. Some cynical fucked sets of humor. But you know, we're, we're Dude, there. Would the whole band's leg. like, guys, like, it's okay. Like, let's just embrace it and have the best show ever. And we'll be right back in two weeks once this is <laughs> over. <laughs> I, I, I did not have that mentality. And like, honestly, that, that show, it was weird because like we knew, but the audience didn't know yet. Right. Like we knew that this show out? was going was down before thing? them because the tour was happening and we got the news that it was getting cancelled. So I'm playing to this audience who's all like, Aah! Aah! like we, we we love live music and I'm here like uh, this is the last show you're gonna see in a fucking long time. <laughs> yeah. So it was a little depressing, I'm not gonna lie, but it was it was a great show and you know Winnipeg audience was friggin' awesome. But it's too bad you don't live in the U.S. You
0: probably get some tours in out there, <laughs>
1: Florida. But like, yeah, that <laughs> was so. that was it. That was we had just released the record, played one show, and then that was it. Which you know, definitely devastating. S- is devastating for promotional stuff. But like, also what can just you do? like
2: the excitement of making a record while you're making it and doing the record, and you're listening to the songs, and you 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 can kind of like visualize what it's going to be like playing the songs live. You know, and that's the most exciting part. Like, I mean, I
1: write a lot of tunes with thinking about live in mind. And a lot of it, like, you know, like with some tunes that are like freaking like seven minutes long or something. And like that isn't something that the average person would probably just pull up on their iPod and listen to. But when you hear it live, it's a different experience. And we didn't have that much of a plan. Our plan was just like, we like playing live. We sound good live. Let's just fucking play a lot of shows. And well, <laughs> that did
0: not work <laughs> Boy, out. Boy, did that ever bite you in the ass. <laughs> and here we are now, uh, boozing on the Luke and Sean, Sean and Luke show. That's a tall glass. Raise it to the camera so the camera can see. No, 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 no the glass. Oh, the glass. What's He's drinking like? like a pirate. That's wine, not fucking grape juice. Um, That's but yeah, I was going to say, even me, like. Uh, I, like, I'm making videos and writing a bunch, but you just start to, like, get that itch of... like When it was happening, I was kind of, like, almost getting sick of live performance, but now, like, a year of, like, not not even being allowed, it's like, fuck. I really wish... to Like, to mix not only, like, some content, like the videos or, like, podcasts with live performance, it's, like, the ultimate satisfaction. But now that you don't have even that, it's like, fuck. You feel like you're, like... Just running into a wall well even for
2: you because you would go to a lot of like raptors games or leaf games like even like live performance or just sports events like we would go to buffalo bills games.
0: yeah it's just all of it it's weird it just it, it, it you feel like i mean, i don't know i just feel like we're heading to a direction where people are like oh well i guess we're just never gonna go see anything live
1: again <laughs> like it almost feels we're heading into that world it's like fuck it's, it's tough. Like it's gonna happen. It's gonna it's gonna come back. I mean, in in my opinion, it's which means nothing because I'm not a doctor. But like, well, yeah, based on what's man, happening, it 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 just feels unlikely that it's gonna be completely eradicated, like SARS. Like I do think that it's it's going to be somewhat like the flu, where it reoccurs for some point in time, and like with that, there is there is a certain point where we're just. Everyone's just going to have to make the decision to bring live music back or not, bring live shows back or not.
0: Imagine that was it. They're like, listen, guys, we're either going to have to get COVID or bring live music back. (laughs) Like (laughs) like it was only about live music. Yeah, It's not even even about going to restaurants. (laughs) (laughs) The the, the prime minister's like, we had to make a drastic choice here. (laughs) Everyone wants live music back. So everything's open.
2: (laughs) Dude. I I, would, I mean, my friend's in Russia right now, and she's going to the opera. She went to like a stadium rock concert. They don't give a fuck. They don't care.
0: Oh
1: yeah, hmm. dude. I'm. I, I'm. I'm jealous.
0: I mean, even when I was in the states, it was. It was like you still wore a mask and were separated, but at least you could go fucking eat something somewhere. The nice
2: thing though, like, is that you do have some time to actually write some songs and. Kind of like get prepared. Like it is nice because the one thing I was thinking is like I've released some new music and the benefit for someone like us or like you writing a book or Sam working on the second record is it's almost good to start gaining some fans when you can't play shows because the issue with playing shows is there is a massive cost to it. Like tours that we did in space were expensive. (laughs) They were sick. But if you're not the headlining band, you're not getting a lot of money. So at this point, being able to kind of build your brand or build well, your audience. Well, you're saving on
1: the expectation. There's not the expectation yeah. if you're going to try to, like, go to radio, for example, that you're going to sell out. It, like in Canada, for. It, for, for the audience, like in Canada, if you're going to go to radio, you know, you need to ideally go to radio stations and meet people and say hi, which in Canada, we have, it's, it's a big country. And that's that costs a lot to go across the country. So yeah, yeah fly it up, like equalizes sure. everybody, Um, which I mean is sort of positive. But at the same time, it's like you're equalized. Like the big bands can only do as much as every, the little bands do, but you both can do nothing. Like <laughs> it, it would
2: be nice to go to the radio station for sure. But I did a Zoom call, like a couple of Zoom interviews. Or just Zoom hangs. Like, I even set up everything and played an acoustic song on Zoom. And it, it was just as good, you know? You get to, like... I mean, granted, we had met the people before, so there's mm. kind of still a relationship. But it is kind of nice that you, there are still some options. Yeah. having Exactly, like I you said. enjoyed those. Having to do, like, Sonic, X, X in Calgary, like, Calgary Red Deer, and then Vancouver, Victoria. And you kind of have all those, which are not... Drastically close. <laughs> You're definitely gonna fly
0: if yeah, you want to do Canada, it. Canada, Canada is a trek. Do you sometimes wish? Do you sometimes wish that you were American
2: or British? Think of how small the UK is oh, and man, how many that's people a good point. are in the UK.
0: That's a very good point. Like, yeah. The only problem with being in the UK, though, is like you just have the UK, and then pretty much every other country is some sort of other language.
1: I mean, whereas the U.S. The is just time, like if you're in the U.K., you can be like, "Hey Luke, you want to go to a day trip to France?" Right? Like <laughs> that's awesome. What are we gonna do? Day trip to Peterborough? <laughs> no, but I'm saying we're comparing the U.K. to the U.S. <laughs> day trip to
0: the, 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 the only I would say the only difference, other than architecture and the languages, is between the U.K. and the U.S. <clears throat> would be that you're getting like different cultures. But as far as climate goes, at least in the U.S. and and you can get like the tropical, and then the
1: mountains. Yeah, I mean the thing about Canada versus the U.S. is that Canada, a lot of it, is the stereotypes that people think because it's 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 nothing. It's it's forest. It's conservation land. Yeah, you know, um, which it, in a lot of ways is a good thing. But the U.S. like there's so many cities that each have their own culture, that have their own music scene, which is obviously why. So good for music. Just aside from there being a huge population, Canada is like other than Toronto. Like we all know, the main hubs are in Toronto, you know, Vancouver, Montreal. But most of Canada, aside from that, which I mean, we we've been across all of Canada, aside from like the northern territories, is mostly forest small towns yeah things like that.
0: i mean we had the uh if you can do a tim hortons <laughs> tour in canada dude, that'd be yeah. dude <laughs> what was that place was it was like kamloops with the drunken chef <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> no no it was golden bc okay so but golden i BC. so when they were in a band can you, called, guys,
1: can you guys give give the background though, i'm going this to this give a little bit episode. of background i want to hear about you guys too you're introducing me but like our history is a thing. You know? Yeah, it
0: is true. So, so they were in a, well, you guys were in a band called Modern Space when, three years ago? When did it four start? Years like ago?
1: 2014? Six Something years like ago.
0: Boy, am I off with my math. All right. Well, we toured in 2016. Toured
2: in that, 2016. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. So yeah, that at that point, um, you guys did a, a Canada-wide tour yeah. with the Arkells, and, and I came as the videographer. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. We, bo- we booked essentially, like, we hadn't
2: really played a lot of shows. Going back to, like, playing shows, So it was like, okay, let's put these guys in as many rooms as we can before they open up for the Arkells, and then after, so when they're done the tour, they'll be, like, pretty seasoned playing shows, but the thing is, we'd Just put out the record, so we didn't really have any fans. So we all and we also got dropped in these little towns in the middle of nowhere, like that probably had about a population of like 200
0: people. Like, people would fuck their like. Cousins and stuff. <laughs>
1: I, mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I go that far. Oh, I'm going to go that far. Maybe, oh, go that far. <laughs> maybe the drunken chef. Yeah. Let's tell the story with the drunken chef. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I, I don't even know if this. Like, you can't even tell the story without knowing what the guy looked like. But I don't even think it mattered. It's
0: just like picture George Carlin. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. It was kind so, of like okay, we played a show. Where was it? Revelstoke? No. 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 Golden. Golden. Golden, Golden, Golden yeah. We played a show in Golden and. There was this, we call him the drunken chef because he worked at the bar and he was the chef. And when we were playing, this was like probably one of the standout shows as far as having no people there. (laughs) Like I was the
0: only, me and this guy were the only people in in the crowd.
1: Yeah. Like I hopped on with the opening act and started playing for him because (laughs) there was nobody there. So it was just like a free jam. Anyway.
2: Even the opening act left.
1: (laughs) the, The only member of the audience ended up being the chef that came out and was like, it was basically like the ring girl climbing up the well, <laughs> like he was literally on the ground, just like having a fucking it was, seizure. It was, it was like I he don't would like know grab Sean's mic
0: and like scream at him mid-song, and like- he
2: was like intimidating. Like I was afraid if I just. Kind of told him to fuck off that he was gonna like punch me in the face. I thought Just you guys some too, I thought like, you guys
0: did at one point. And he got like intro- like he yelled at he you. Got, guys. Yeah, he got mad. He, he started. He yelling started at giving you. us
1: the middle finger. He was like, "Fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> he was. I I don't know what he was like. If it was something like if it was a corn show or something like that, maybe. But like, I mean, Modest Play's played pretty, pretty like upbeat, happy indie rock, <laughs> and this guy was there like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like contorting.
0: <laughs> Save me! <laughs> he, I thought he was gonna attack. Like I really thought he was gonna jump on the stage oh, and attack you guys. So, and then oh, and then what's the kicker was that while
2: we're playing, this guy is like giving us the middle finger, lying on the floor, lying around. Yeah, and he, he was then, shaking on the floor. Wait, wait. Wait, listen. And then the bartender that was the girl that worked there went over top of him and started yelling at him, like, What are you doing? Get up. You're making like a total fool of yourself. So then she's yelling at him. And all I could think he's is, on that What is this guy saying the next day when he wakes up? Like, he wakes up out of his fucking drunken stupor and he has to go back to work to like, <laughs> and, they're like oh. and it was a Monday. <laughs> It was a Monday.
0: It wasn't <laughs> all, even like Friday night. I, I saw one of those things where it's like, oh, we've all had one of those nights. <laughs> <laughs> he was shaking on the ground. <laughs>
1: Overdosing. We've
2: all had a night at work. Dude,
1: this was, this was oh, yeah. Man. Maybe at a law dispute show, but nothing else. He was, on,
0: he was on upper for sure. Like, there's no chance he wasn't on some sort of upper.
1: Yeah, but I mean, like, even then, man, like, like, I don't... I don't know about everybody, but like when you're on hard drugs, like you don't try to really act like that. He just like, hates life.
0: We should. I wish we had got like his contact info so we could call oh, him live on the you. show. <laughs> call up the drunken chef.
2: Hey, who knows if we could find the uh, the venue. And the address,
0: maybe one You're day. You're like, hey, in 2016, there was a show. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Nobody was
0: there. Your chef, the
2: chef's probably still
0: working there. It's probably like a regular occurrence. He'd probably like, be the guy answering whatever. the phone. He'd
1: be like, remember there's a guy like crawling around on the floor? Never heard of him.
0: It, it's just, I think that's what happens to your brains when you get trapped in between those big mountains out there. You just, <laughs> your thoughts just bounce off of them and you go crazy. <laughs> Makes you shake on the ground. <laughs> oh. Dude, yeah, no, that's... That was so, too much. So what are you going to, like, let's say the world opens up in six months. What's your plan? Do you have more music coming out? Or are you going to tour this album or what? Do you, I mean, like, the does problem it feel like is the it's fire's hard, it's hard to have
1: a plan because, you know, when you don't know when anything's going to open up, what's going to happen, it's really hard to actually plan anything, you know? And tours you'd usually, or festivals, you'd be applying, like, four or five months six months in advance so not being able to do that it's hard like even if things opened up you know may 31st June there wouldn't be able to be festivals unless festivals had planned everything in advance so it's tough so I mean right now I, I don't know it's kind of like just cut the losses and put out the best art you can I mean, if there's anything you can do, it's digital marketing, hopefully, right? Yeah. Because everything's online. But at the same time, I mean, personally, I'm skeptical of all that stuff, too. Because, like, I think of, you know, you you talk about the stuff as a musician. But as a listener, as somebody that just likes music and that is on the Internet looking for music, listening to music, I don't like necessarily being overwhelmed by, like, 10,000 artists trying to market at me at the same time, like every single person in their bedroom, just trying to like be the next star. So like, I don't know. I'm just trying to focus on thinking about music and art the way I did when I was like a 16 year old kid. And it was just, it was for no other reason to than to entertain me and being in my room and just liking what I put out. So I'm just thinking about it like that and just putting out, what to me is a, you know a creative challenge and a, and creatively something um, that will be fun and cool to put out and I'll figure out how to promote promote it later I guess.
0: <laughs> it it is funny that you say like doing stuff you enjoyed doing when you were 16 because like I remember vividly like I have a friend Mike who who's pretty successful now in the film industry but we would just make wild shit that we just loved making mm. and. It and I, I, I don't really think I've fallen off of that much, but I do find myself going like, what? Oh, I got to shave this down and make this part like pop more. And like, I can only imagine when you get to a level where you, like, you have producers and everything, like you have a, you have, just have something you love so much. And then they're like shaving shit down because it's like, Oh, you got to hit the chorus at this part or like more chorus, more this, more that. Uh, and it's don't like, don't we know, it. dude, oh. <laughs> that, that, that is like, it's, George Carlin in this book I'm reading is is he went through that during his career of like he he felt like he was losing why he really wanted to do it so he went back so no I don't even know if he went back he went into like going against the norm type thing but
2: that is a good topic it's losing kind of your.
0: You're losing the corporate side and and going more on your own, which is a lot more accessible now. Like even us, we're producing this fucking podcast. Regardless of corporate
1: or any of that shit though, it's it's really about why you're doing it, you know? Yeah, exactly. There's nothing wrong with a song, for example, that is, you know, verse, pre-chorus, chorus, chorus, verse, pre-chorus, chorus, bridge, chorus. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you're taking a song that you otherwise like and forcing it to be that because you're doing it because you think it's going to get more radio play or whatever is going to make you a big star or whatever. That's, that's the thing that creates this, you know, um, this, this issue within people. Um, because it's, you're not being necessarily genuine Mm -hmm. to, to, and maybe you are like maybe for some people that is genuine, but like for me as as like an ex- more experimental type, dude, sometimes that happens. Sometimes it doesn't, but I can't like just force that formula onto something because of other people. I guess the point I'm trying to make is that, you know, you really, when it comes to art, you really want to just make it for you. Mm-hmm. Maybe some people don't, but for me, my attachment to it is like me being a teenager going through whatever shit I'm going through and that being an escape and me making art just because the process of it, whether it's music, whether it's writing, whether it's singing, whether it's videography, whatever it is, the process, like I feel like true artists, the whole thing is that you really enjoy the making of it. You know, it's not necessarily about how the product is received that gives you pointers on how to you know, hone your skill, but it's really, you just, you just really love what you're doing and you can, yeah, you can get, further on into that where you you develop your skill you start working with people in a business sense with this and you start to think of it as a product and it's it's easy to sort of kind of lose lose your sense of why you got into it in the first place and yeah i think it's really important to hold on to that like inner just like for me inner teenager make music my room that like at the end of the day if i If I wanted to make a lot of money, music probably isn't the best bet of the career to go into
0: isn't that fucking so okay wait, why yeah, would yeah. I do that it, if it
1: was just for money It's it, obviously not
0: it is funny that you point that out because it's funny how like it's weird how many people are willing to fucking completely alter their style and change pretty much everything about the way they make the music or the way they make any content. Oh God, once, once, so money, once money gets involved, they're like, fuck, I, oh, well, I, I better do this, I better do that. But then, it, like, really... <laughs> if you wanted to get a $100,000 yeah. a year... Some people will regret that willing, and like, some people won't, banker. though. Because
1: hey. some people, their dream in life is just to be a star. Yeah. That's not even necessarily a bad thing. But it depends on who you are. Like, for me, the thing that got me in love with music was not being famous or being a star. It was that I fucking love making music.
0: No, but I think, I I do think a lot of people are like that. I actually think more more like, it's probably split. 50% get into it because they like absolutely love the process. And then 50% are like, holy fuck, I could get famous. And like, maybe someone will touch my dick. (laughs) But, but I still think if you wanted to get into this fucking thing to make a ton of money, (laughs) <laughs> Why didn't you just become a goddamn lawyer or like a yeah, doctor no, there's or a fucking, lot better fucking real estate tycoon?
1: There's better. Well, I, okay. Because you have to invest so much it, time though. into
0: doing music. It takes forever
2: to get good at singing. takes forever to get good at guitar, to start a band, to have
0: to invest the money, the time. And then you see most of these people who are famous and they're fucking miserable. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> it's like, well, you sold your soul. Well, I mean... I mean to quote David Bowie or to paraphrase David Bowie like being being an artist is dysfunctional in itself. Right. So like they and might not be miserable it. because of that career but like like there's, it's a, funny that there's you a certain s- dysfunction about it.
0: I agree with that but I also don't because I think fucking everyone's mangled and mashed.
1: So yeah, I don't we think we just it's just think we're special. <laughs> yeah, I think
0: musicians and any artists are just like they have a place to vocalize I, it whereas most people are like uh, like whacked. True,
1: true. <laughs> like, well, I think that the, the dysfunction about it though, is that like,
0: you don't know it, when your next
2: paycheck is. There's, well, there's no, bro, that's like, a thing. There's but no also
1: easy. emotionally speaking beyond money, like y- you are, you're, you're very much putting yourself out there and you're, Not you're true, making yeah. yourself vulnerable in a way that every other person never would have to. Yeah. You know, and there's a certain amount of self reflectivity and self-discovery that comes with that and if if you're somebody that just like i mean i don't i don't really know this i mean maybe i like i think of somebody like axel rose and i'm like i doubt he lives by this yeah he's still <laughs> making music but like you could, you got to kind of sort of examine yourself and when you're writing songs about yourself or about anything that you feel it kind of requires you to dig into yourself and question things and be self-reflective about your choices and all these things and i think this this is a bit of a um i don't i don't know the words to say this but it's uh i don't know it's just it's a bit more than the average person would what, have to do what
0: i would say is would differentiate <clears throat> a creative and someone who makes a fuck fuck ton of money just working like as a real estate whatever or and and obviously there's nothing wrong no no there's not but i'm i'm gonna exclude the people who are like a realtor like or like a digital marketer or whatever if they also are putting out creative shit like their own classes and stuff i'll exclude them from this but it's that feeling you get when you put it out it's like the highs and lows and like you were saying like how you felt while you were making it and the, the creative expression mm-hmm. but then you're you're also like you hate yourself for five minutes then you love it then you fucking are like oh i'm a piece of shit this part sucks <laughs> Even It's like literally it for- first day of releasing my other video the other day yeah, i was like exactly. you piece of shit like no one fucking <laughs> likes it <laughs> it's like oh look i got one of my friends liked it like cool like and then i have a phone call with someone they're laughing their ass off and then i'm like Back to like fuck you. You didn't get enough views. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's yeah. traumatic.
2: That's a thing, yeah, because uh, you uh, hate yourself. You yeah, dude. The M other
1: the, the other day, I fucking I, I put out a, a remix of one of my own songs the other day, and uh, it was kind of just a fun release. But when it came out, like the first day, the amount of plays it got, I messed my manager. I'm like, do you think anyone gives a fuck? Like, like for real? Like, does nobody give a fuck? And then like the you know, I was having this deep you know just moment and two days later there's a fan that messages me that like starts telling me about like how deep of an impact it had on like their own like certain songs had on their own sense of themselves and all this and yeah it was just it it was it was kind of a wake-up call because yeah that's you can have you can get so deep into that self-doubt as somebody who creates anything out of just wanting, you know, your subconscious almost just wanting to hold you to a high standard. But you also want, but you forget, you want to, what uh, what's you, it called? You write off what you've done already. And it's, all, you know, sometimes it's good to just stop for a moment and be like, you know what? Look at what have I ch- I've i achieved at this point from where I was at whenever. Like, But you, you, you want the gratification,
0: the right? Of people liking it too. And that's like a D, de- it can be a demon sometimes where it's like, as much as you say like oh yeah I make this for myself it's like I also want people to watch it and enjoy it
2: yeah I feel like sometimes I mean you do have to kind of come to a balance of saying like what is good enough you know you don't need like a million views or need this I think at the end of the day it should be just getting to the point where you've done something and you put it out because once you put it out like maybe it goes viral who knows like maybe it doesn't But if you just think of it in a way that I've actually made something, I've done something, and I've had the courage to throw it out there, that should be like the game plan. And then whatever happens after that is just extra. But if you keep looking at the numbers, that could hinder you from actually putting more stuff out.
1: That was kind of the thing is, you
2: want to just keep putting stuff out. Like, who cares? Like we were talking about Sam and I were talking about The Black Keys the other day And it's like That was a
1: great 11 albums to the album Yeah like that was like a great that.
2: Band example where like They were putting out Tons of stuff And no Like nobody cared It took well, so long For people to care They were in their 30s Till people cared But they
1: didn't We were even it, talking right? today About Tokyo Police Club They put out Yeah that's a great they, the, other, the other day It was like I don't, I, I don't even know It was some kind of Anniversary for um, The record Champ and they were they were writing about it talking about how that you know was supposed to be their huge record and it didn't turn out to be that and me and sean were both like what yeah like that for us as just fans we didn't see it that way we saw it as this big breakout record and even now i would say that that record and didn't it it i'm sure it did and they were very influential just on the indie music scene in terms of how people approached keyboards and guitars, but they looked at it as this, like, it, it didn't hit up to their expectations. And it's, it's really all about expectations. And kind of my point with, with the fan messaging me the other day was that like, I was getting so down to the point where I was like, nobody gives a fuck about what I'm doing. Like, like, come on manager, man. Like just, just tell me nobody gives a fuck you're lying to me you know yeah he didn't tell me that it was, just, but then two days later somebody messages me showing me that an individual was able to be affected by something and it's like you could get let's say you get 50 plays on something and you're like this is shit this is bullshit you see 50 number ones that's it but like those potentially are 50 people and maybe one of those people You just fucking change your life, their life. Like I've had that experience where listening to a certain song or seeing a certain video or whatever it is like that, that moment in time changed my life not to get like super deep and cheesy on all y'all, but like, it's easy to forget about that as an artist. And then, you know, somebody reminds you about it. And for me, it was very moving because I was doubting everything. And then this singular person was actually, you know, very moved by certain, certain things. And yeah, I don't know. It just made it feel more worth it in a way. Maybe that's because I got into music for a certain, I guess, deep reason like that, where I like, for me, the thing that got me into music was almost therapeutic in the sense that like I was going through some shit and like, I discovered like, Oh, you can listen to music and feel less alone. And then when somebody else can hit me up and sing and say that they got that out of it, it's like all of a sudden I don't give a fuck if it's 50 or hundred. The fact that you singularly got that out of it, not as a statistic, as a percentage, any of that, just you as one person were able to be changed or moved by this is like, that's That's the reason I'm in it from a and, 16 year old you know and that person yeah. was the drunken chef
2: yeah, I- oh, Yeah,
1: I can smoke in here, right? No. <laughs> what do you mean? I can't. You can't. It's a lease
0: agreement, man. What is this? <laughs> what you, What is this? A prison? It's 1965. <laughs> <laughs> 65, you were... We dude, should
1: smoke indoors.
0: In 65, you for sure could smoke in here.
1: <laughs> a terrible reference. When, when did they, when did they start? outlawing when like you can smoke bars. on a plane in like Let's the 80s be honest, interviews were cooler when we could smoke inside
2: yeah. dude we were smoking in atlanta
1: that's Remember true inside? actually when i actually experienced it it was gross we we went yeah, to atlanta it was awful. and there was a bar you could smoke inside everyone was smoking and i'm smoking like crazy cuz i'm just taking advantage of the moment right. but like i'm actually kind of glad that's not a thing here cuz it was pretty like i'm a smoker and i thought that was gross i don't i just don't
0: like how it makes the like the room smell for long
1: periods of time. Yeah. Like ash cigarettes are a lot worse than just actual cigarettes. But and what it
0: goes ve- in your eye. before we veer off of this, uh, this view count thing, the only thing I would say is like, it does, it, 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 you think about <laughs> you're re- Like when you see you have a shitty amount of views, you're like, fuck, like I almost feel like reputation goes hand in hand with how many views you are able to pull in. But mm-hmm. at, like you're saying, it shouldn't matter. But in the back of your mind, you're like, fuck <laughs> people yeah. like if i can only get this amount of views i feel like jesus but, <laughs> yeah, but i feel like you'll
2: p- never you'll never chase it cuz if you get say 10,000 views you're like sick i just got 10,000 views that's way better than 100 but then the next thing then you're going to be like but wait a minute sam got 30,000 views on his and then you get to thirty thousand views and you're like, sick, I got thirty thousand. But then you're like, wait a minute. Oh, George a- Carlin got three million. And then you get three million and you're like, wait a minute, yeah, and Joe Rogan ranks. got a hundred million. It's a rat race. And it's man. like it never it's like people that get really rich never want to stop getting really rich because they're, they're it's like just numbers. You at the end, end of the day, validation. at the end of the day,
0: you're totally right. You gotta get into it because you love it. And, and it's funny because I, I battle sometimes in my head. I'm like, fuck, I never want to stop this. And I really love it. But I'm like, how embarrassing is it that I'm almost 30 getting like <laughs> well, under a thousand pro- views on a comedy sketch, <laughs> you know? Yeah, but who gives a fuck? Because it, it, that almost makes it funnier.
1: But it doesn't, it, yeah, it doesn't matter because you're not doing it because at the end of the day, you're not, I know you and you're not doing it because you want all the views. You're doing it because you love doing that. There's some people that do it for the views and you get caught up in that. But like, I think if you couldn't do it, if someone's like, you can never have a camera again, you can never video edit. You can never do comedy. Sam just talking in the mic. You'd, you'd probably be <laughs> miserable, <laughs> Sam, would you Sam's just, is, <laughs> yeah. he's thinking about the drunken chef right
0: now. He's on a, he's in a trance. You'd be miserable. <laughs> dude, totally. That's, I would fucking that's, that's be jump all, off end the all.
1: building. That's, that's the be all end all. And that. that's kind of what we learned with it. COVID. We're like, dude,
2: I don't care if there's five people in the audience. I don't care if there's a hundred or a thousand. Like, y- you still get a similar vibe when you're up there playing your songs. You know, no matter how many people there are. Mm-hmm. And one thing with COVID, you're like, Sh- shit, like, I would do anything to go to the supermarket open mic night and just play some tunes. Like, Steve would be there, Branko would be there, like, all the, like, the little, like, l- local legends, and, like, it would just be awesome to play even an open mic, yeah. not even a fully marketed pro show, opening for a band, headlining, like, I just want to go and do what I love in front of people and not having it at all like makes you realize man like like Sam and I when we were living together kind of like before modern space would go do open mics all the time
0: at the Cameron House
2: and I'd come yeah well well, not at the Cameron House but at like
0: I'd be there I'd (laughs) be at the Cameron House Luke would be at the Cameron House (laughs) 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 but but you know what I mean like kind of we never played one show there actually I don't know what you were watching (laughs) we we
2: well, not an open mic. Not an open mic. We did play A show. I remember us all doing shots like, of tequila and then not remembering much after. But, but you know what I mean? It does go back to, yeah, like if you couldn't, like what Sam said to you, Luke, if, if you couldn't do it at all, then even just the ability to have 50 people would feel like a, an accomplishment, mm. you know?
0: Right. So,
2: well, Yeah.
0: Well, Sam, I want to know. This is really intense. Are aliens real?
1: <laughs> of course, they're real.
0: Really, Sam is an alien. Are, you, wait, are you?
1: Are you talking about aliens on Earth or just like aliens in general? Yeah,
0: I actually don't give a fuck. I,
1: say. <laughs> <laughs> I do though. I no, do. I, yeah, I there's. I, I think it's a cool topic. You should go fuck yourself. They,
0: okay, but no, they are. They're real.
1: <laughs> they're real okay if you think aliens don't exist anywhere like there's millions of stars and there's no aliens i'm sorry you're fucking really dumb there's obvious there's a green belt as well that is planets just like earth there's aliens out there even if you don't believe in aliens on earth they exist somewhere yeah of course. Oh, these days I'm starting to question the whole aliens on Earth thing. Mainly just like with with like government like slowly leaking bits of information. I'm yeah, like, it's very strange the way like, they're approaching it. okay, you. maybe there actually has been like very advanced aliens, you know, contacting Earth. The, the, the bigger question for me is not like if they're here. It's, I'm, I'm like, why? If you were here and you put in all the effort to be th- this secretive this whole time... Why? See, this What is, is your purpose? This, this is, is why. why I, some people say it's for enlightenment, but I find it hard to believe that people's traveled light years and light years that you can't travel without, you know. How about this? Having a long lifespan or traveling faster than the speed of light. And you're only here because you were like, I want to bring you enlightenment. Why do you care about my enlightenment? I doubt aliens care about my enlightenment. How about personally. this? How about this? So why? I how about he, this? How about.
0: It's humans from the future that use. Uh, what's it called?
2: But if that's the, the time travel, tra- no, no. means that there well, are no see. aliens because then
0: it's No, that I know, I know. That's, aliens, that's, that's no, but I'm saying like maybe these things humans, that the government, They're, government, they're, they're humans, humans from, humans the, from the, future the future that
1: colonized on a different planet that came back to it's, keep an eye on us, or they're just sure in a, they're just the so
0: mistakes. at such a different level that like they can come back in time and they can like travel through they can travel so quickly and they know that if they contact us and do something improperly, like they they could go extinct because if they it's tinker with crazy, they could tinker with time and fuck everything up.
1: I mean, it's not crazy these days. Like, I don't know if you guys notice, but every show is about three things. Most shows are about dystopia end of the world. Or time travel or different dimensions. Everything. Like, there's so many shows about that. I find it very coincidental. Or Aliens. There's that like... But... Yeah. Or Aliens. But what... I mean, I don't know if the directors have, you know, an inside look into the truths of the universe. Probably not. It's probably just a lot of directors like that stuff. But there's... Even in the scientific community, which I know very little about... Uh, but I will comment it on it anyway. we <laughs> um, You know, there's a lot of talk about like universes and quantum things, you know, like quantum entanglement, which we is is all theories. String that we know theory. Very, yeah. We know very little about yet. Yeah, but despite that, there's a lot of curiosity. And and of course, I also ha- share this curiosity, especially after watching like eight sci fi shows about m- multiple dimensions. But, like, the idea of multiple dimensions is, is I think, interesting. Um, it's funny how... Okay. It's funny how much politics
0: has, like, taken over people's curiosity. <laughs> like, politics sucks donkey dicks. And for some reason... It's like the number one topic of discussion. Like,
1: how much do politics suck? Guaranteed, politics. If uh, I fucking if you're hate left, politics. I don't know. I don't know what you, Luke. I don't know if you're left, right. Or I'm whatever. at this point. I'm I never going to vote on.
0: I'm never voted. I'm not going to vote. I don't believe any. I I just don't believe. any I of guarantee
1: it. that if you were given the right incentive that affected your life, you would lean left, right, any way that totally. So it's crazy to me that our society today is so divided in that sense because i think so many people would lean either way money
0: driven and like hey you could get this if you do this it's just i don't
1: even know if it's money driven though because i don't think uh, like i I believe that i believe our politics i
0: believe our politics is so corrupted but we're just not aware of it and i I think and i think it's a waste of time to even i don't think it's money though I think I power, think whatever it's just it's, it's just corrupted. Pa- it's corrupted by it, it could be money, it could be something. Sell- it's just corrupted, and like I'm at I a point now where like I just don't. I think give manipulated
1: a fuck. is a bit. Be- I think it's corrupted, but I think it's also manipulated. Corrupted is people that work within, a, a, like a government, for example, that are corrupted. They have power, they're misusing it. That is being corrupted, but I think the. Everyday person, you can't say that that everyday person is corrupted because they don't have the power to misuse. But being manipulated is a very different story. And, I mean, I don't want to go too into it, but, like, these days you see a lot of um, rhetoric. You see a lot of propaganda disguised as social media posts. And that scares me a little bit. Because it's it's um, it's very old kind of tactics of politics that are being implemented that a lot of people don't really seem aware of, to be honest.
0: I think yeah, I think the propaganda machine has, is at an all-time high right now, um, and it's always been like that. I mean, if you look back at like the most dominant civilizations. That's they the astounding always had, thing. They always
1: You'd think we'd be aware of it and be like, "Oh, this is just people propaganda. are so
0: easily fooled,
2: man." Dude, like the Viking show, where the the whole ethos of being a Viking is, if you die in battle, you will go to Valhalla. Yes. So everybody just wants
1: to. There, there are all these. Yeah, what is that? Warriors. That's a giant governmental lie. Where they're like, "How do we get everyone to uh, like voluntarily?" Kill them. Go kill themselves and, and go, go to, to war and fight valiantly. Tell them that if they do it, there's gonna be a huge reward. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna die and go to hell. hey, it's congrats, crazy. Odin. And, and they were like <laughs> bought and sold. Yeah, it doesn't like, matter Odin. what society is. It's Odin for the Vikings, for the Muslims, it's the virgins, like whatever.
2: Yeah, it's ridiculous. But, but it's kind of epic to see how like.
0: Manipulative. How they ta- they yeah. love it, but it, it also mani- breeds. But the
1: thing is, batash. it's the thing about being manipulative.
0: Hello. Hello. <laughs>
1: the thing about being manipulative. Manipulative. Uh, why can I say that word? Manipulative. 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 Oh, did you
2: get that? Is down? the
1: majority of people don't realize it. So the people that do realize it are usually labeled as extremists. But. To be honest, for me, I feel like I'm living in a society right now where everyone's a fucking extremist. Not everybody, like, literally. yeah. But, like, it feels like there's this huge war against left and right of extremists. And I'm not interested in that. Like, I really just think generally people are good until they're tainted otherwise. Or, you know, they get pushed to certain causes. But, like... Between people, the the connection between people is way more important than the division. But right now, that's not really what anything.
0: But you know, the oldest tactic is called divide and conquer. I mean, it's like one of that's what's happening. The most famous, and that's how you implement really dangerous levels of like comedy. But it's always subtle. It's always
1: subtle. It's not. It's not some giant huge thing that you'll think will will lead you to that it's always something subtle and at this point nobody knows which side it's gonna be
0: who's gonna take the first leap
1: at the end of the day regardless of the reasons for whatever it's it it is people attacking other people and just that aspect of the division is is what i don't agree with you know whatever your reasons are and obviously there's some that are you know, there's Nazis out there and crazy people that like, you're not going to support, but like, it it's like when you get into an argument with somebody and, you know, you can take that argument too far, but there's a certain point where even if the other person was in the wrong, when you take that argument too far, you are all of a sudden, um, taking on a certain amount of negativity into your own self. And you are acting out a certain amount of negativity. And just because that other person, it's the classic two wrongs don't make it right. If you're being a piece of shit, if I start being a piece of shit on the other side of the fence, because you're being a piece of shit, at the end of the day, we're both just pieces of shit.
0: it's crazy how both sides right now can't tell that they're both being pieces of shit. Because the left wants to be like, Trump's a piece of shit. He's an asshole. But it's like, you you guys are also being pieces of shit. Like, why can't anyone just be in the middle anymore? Like, whatever happened to that? Like, they're both being fucking I think animals. a
1: lot of people are. I think the media I like makes, the people that are people in the middle hurt, don't... Right? I think in the people in the middle generally don't exclaim their opinions quite as loud as people that are Because it feels more pretty tame views.
2: right now. I don't know. Ever since... The last I mean, there's the like the Arizona. Capitol
1: Hill stuff, like. I don't like, I
2: post that, like, Biden being in office, like, even with like they bombed, they were of bombing Syria, <laughs> dude, dude. It's like it's really tame
0: here. They're just bombing brown people. I know, but it's but <laughs> back it's crazy to the Bush era. You don't go on social media. I feel media really relaxed whole, like, here on my couch.
2: <laughs> it's crazy to see though like. There's no like whole what's happening in Syria, like you know when. Sh- things were happening. It's
1: all, okay, if there's anything, despite uh, going away from like actual, just general people that are left and right, because I honestly, I don't hate people in that way because I feel like a lot of people are just manipulated to fight against each other. Yeah, totally. When we're talking about the government, very, very fucking different story. You know, it's it's not a manipulation. It is the manipulators that are, that are, you know, doing the dirty work and... No, that I don't. I don't get off on.
0: <laughs> yeah, fuck them, politicians, man. They're they're wild. But I was gonna say, uh, George Carlin has a bit where it's like they don't want they they want fucking stupid people walking around, and it's of like if you go and watch uh, the Why way I you, feel. If, if about you
1: politi- were a leader of something, would you want people to question Tell your them. shit? You no. want
2: Elon Musk? <laughs> you want, you want the guy more that's more like,
1: yes sir, yes sir. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, the the if you, <laughs> but if you want to know how I feel about politics, go to watch any of Carlin's political bits. It's like he couldn't be more spot on. So I couldn't sit here and explain it any better than he would. So that's that's it. That's the political banter. Unless you have more to add.
1: I don't know. It's it's not, uh, it's not worth getting into these days. No,
0: you know? because it's like it can so easily be like gun to your head. You said this, but. I, I do agree that I I hope it fucking hopefully when COVID ends, everyone just stops giving a fuck about it because
1: it's like, that's I, the
2: thing because of COVID everything's way more it's
1: COVID, blown up. And it's right? the internet. It's, it's the internet live as live well. Own, yeah. Anyway. Like I sit, I, I sit here and I talk to your face and maybe you'd say, maybe you say something that I don't politically agree with, but I'm not going to get in your face and f- ruin your life over it or Tell you're a fucking terrible person and uh, whatever horrible things I could say. But the internet, different fucking story, you know. If I was a keyboard warrior that likes hitting up comment sections on the internet, you say something I don't like, I'm gonna it tear is distur- you apart. Dude,
0: it's disturbing how big some <laughs> place comment like section. I, I like posting in Reddit because it, you can like show your showcase your work. But at the same time, it's like. It's amazing how many keyboard warriors there are. Like, it's amazing how many people just never found something they were, like, good at or interested in. And they would rather take time to fucking tear down someone who's trying to get good at something rather than improve themselves. Like, there are a ton of
1: keyboard, keyboard warriors. all over the place. It's wild. It's it's no different than humans have been for a long time. Maybe you have a boss that in the workplace puts you down because you know they f- they felt inferior because their father fucking beat them when they were young. And you whatever pour
0: gasoline in their drink.
1: But like it, you transfer <laughs> it to the internet, and it's a different thing. The big thing that's happening right now with the internet is we are entering the era where like, um, to put it sort of bluntly, is just. People being able to mass mass vote, not even vote, but like make things happen due to something not even being popular demand, but trending. You know, I want you to fucking go to jail. Well, if enough people tweet about you going to jail, guess what, Luke? You're going to fucking jail
0: great let's start let's start the trend everybody <laughs> get on twitter but like that <laughs> hashtag that, is a, put
2: that, that big is a belly, principle. put what? the big
0: belly boy in jail <laughs> What do
2: jail before his belly explodes?
0: That's <laughs> yeah, the, sp- the only way I'm gonna lose weight. You yeah, put him he, on a rack. Get or- him
2: on the prison diet. <laughs> Luke's gonna Luke for jail could be the best thing that ever happened to <laughs> him. Yeah, he'd have a six pack. It's interesting to put it that, that way, like, though. Guys, I want to leave. It's like you ever watch Trailer Park Boys? Guys, I'm better. Than where you. they're like, where Ricky and Ricky and them were like, jail is awesome. It's like we just smoke joints, we hang out with the guards, and then they finally bail him out. He's like, what are you guys doing? I
1: love jail. <laughs> Jail's the yeah, best get me shit. in
0: here. <laughs> okay, sorry. Go back to what you were saying.
1: Well, okay.
0: Um, sorry. What's you can that? hide behind hashtag, a whole, Basically, you can hide behind get a Luke jail. You can hide behind a wall and act like a, a like act insane. And no there's no repercussions. Unless you like threaten a life. But even then, you can just tell someone to go kill themselves and you'll be fine. Which is well, pretty maybe wild.
1: So I got really wrapped up in Sean's story, and I kind of like lost my train of thought with where I was even. <laughs> you at just you, yeah. you're just thinking around. Remind Ricky, me, like, bring it back, bring it back.
0: We're talking about people, like what the internet has become, and people's ability to just comment and like f- manipulate things. So, like, if you wanted me to go to jail, if you got enough people saying send Luke to jail, there's a higher if chance. that If you
2: did something
1: wrong. Oh yeah, yeah. You'd have to do something wrong. That's luckily still a prerequisite, but. That being said, the How idea How can you prove
2: if you did something wrong
1: or not? Well, that's the thing is the the idea that by popular demand I can send you to jail just because enough people tweeted about it and it's tweeting and it's trending that's not the same thing as actually giving proof that you did what I said you did. Oh, I totally but agree with yet that. yet, we find in our society right now, you would still go to jail. You would still... Or at least you'd
0: stop. have a trial. You'd have a pretty significant okay, trial. Maybe,
1: actually, maybe... You I, wouldn't I, even you, need to go to jail. I worded this you wrong. You wouldn't go job. to jail because that, be that is true There'd be the more system. pressure on but people. But you would get fired from your job. Anything You may that, as well go to jail Can you do that? lose that, that really. A singular person can decide, like your job, your income, things that... You're even don't go through now. the government. Things that are just up to a single. This person. This is why I side.
0: worry about social credit screwed. scores. I even, worry about even even
1: if you are in the innocent, if enough people are trending against you, you will get screwed. And sometimes that's really good, and sometimes really bad people get brought to justice. But at the same time, that precedent is is very bad because it it defeats the whole purpose of what what. A free country and what free, a free society. What, and yeah, what freedom is about is that pr- you are innocent until proven. Uh, you are innocent until proven guilty. Whereas this is more, you're guilty until proven innocent.
0: But also, this culture, like I was oh, saying, was well is, it just it lends itself to a social credit score type culture, where it's like, oh yeah, that does make sense. Oh yeah. Like, time- oh yeah. If he gives me his coffee on time, like, and I give him a good score, then. But then it's like, oh, my neighbor's an asshole. Like, give him like. China's has this going Dude, on. Right China's
1: now. building an empire. Let's be honest, bro.
0: Yeah, what happened to China's Luke's building that? a we're fucking tr- empire? We're in big trouble.
1: <laughs> China <laughs> just sent what was it, three hundred thousand vaccines to Egypt? We're, why? Like, why? Can dude, you tell me why? Dude, it's because they're building an empire. Dude, we
0: are in big trouble. <laughs> they, they, it, 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 People don't want to acknowledge it, but like... I thought you going to say because they're building the pyramids. They are, dude, they are like... Why? Because they, they're building the pyramids. We'll <laughs> the, it, the government is seeping into like
1: all power positions. You know, they're the removing world. physical money too, right? Yeah. I brought this up to a couple of my friends the other day. I was like, did you guys hear that they're they're like get, they're getting rid of physical money. Like, oh, who cares? Dude, I never use used my cash. cash.
2: I never use. The only time I'd use cash was at like bars.
1: Yeah, I don't use that much cash either. But like, okay, but to t- 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 move before we veer off before we veer
0: off of the uh, of the uh, politics. Yeah, uh, the, uh, the <laughs> no, no, the acceptance and stuff like uh, like voting for people and. Yeah, Brett Weinstein had a fucking great point. He was on Lex Friedman's podcast, and uh, man it's crazy listening to him. Cause he's just like, Holy shit. I agree with like most of what he's saying, but he was talking about how like this cancel culture. He was like, you know what? I'm sick of like people disowning their friends. He's like, if I have another friend or anyone get canceled, it's like, I'm not going to stop being their friend because the most dangerous person in the world is the person who's isolated and has no one to fucking talk to. Nothing and, to lose. And it's just like, I, I was like, to- I totally agreed with that. I was like, if you cancel someone and they have no one to talk to...
1: It doesn't help anything. Yeah. No. Obviously. It's like you
0: go, hey, man, if that was fucked up. you're already a
1: piece of shit and I'm going to completely exclude you from society, you're not going to just come back and be like, hey, guys, I spent six months in solitary. Now I'm great. I believe in the goodness of the world. No, you're going to come back fucked up. <laughs> yeah.
0: And then also it's like no one wants to surround themselves with you because it's like... You also have this like target on your back, right? And they don't want any
1: part of the There's a lot of people that, I mean, as I think people are sick
0: of cancel culture. I think most people are sick. I think
1: most people are. It's, it's, it's not, most of this isn't the most. The thing is, most people are not as vocal as the the people that are actually keyboard warriors, keyboard warriors, right? Like, there's that, what, who's that dude that got, that got canceled? That he was like, he's like a famous soccer player. He was in. LA he was you know practicing his wife was in Chicago or something like that and his his wife tweeted something controversial and he got fired from his job as a soccer player because his wife in another city tweeted some shit that he didn't even fucking know dude I had no clue about that bro it's it's fucked this guy had not only did he get fired but before he got fired he had to come to say try to save his job he had to come out and denounce his wife and, and then he still got fired. Oh my God. <laughs> it was, it was, it was ridiculous. But this is, this is not the shit you see on CNN. This is, you know, There's the real the
0: shit.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So
0: this is the shit you only get on the Sean and Luke show.
1: <laughs> this isn't, this isn't helping anybody. I was going to say though.
2: the same thing. I was like, should I say it? Yeah.
0: Maybe. Maybe.
1: He's <laughs> with <No, laughs> <was> Sean. Yeah. <laughs> Patent bending. Um, Patent bending. Dude, it's 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 insane. Honestly, I, I, it's hard to like it's crazy to even talk about it because these days like we live in a time where just to just to say what we just said is like controversial and you feel It's controversial to,
0: to cucks. <laughs> 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 like if you're a big cuck... And Sam's kind of sitting in the cock chair. <laughs> yeah. This is not the cock chair. He's watching us. <laughs> no, but like seriously, if you <laughs> this is not the, the people who guess. are gonna get be like, that's I a controversial. A guest. Like to say controversial, people are over. To people, if you're gonna sit there and be like, oh man, I'm over cancel culture. That's fine. And then if people are gonna react to that in a negative way, like they are scientifically proven to be cocks. <laughs> 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 uh. <laughs> uh, like, we just only follow the science. <laughs> yeah, just the data. It's proven. so Sam, your new music.
2: Uh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> How's that going? <laughs> uh, I mean. <laughs> how, okay, here's a question. How often? It's dark. How often
2: did? How Boy, long? It's dark. We thought politics was dark. We how long you do you take <laughs> to, to, to write t- a song?
1: It depends on the song, man. Some songs happen in five minutes. You write
0: a song in five minutes.
1: Yeah. Sorry, sometimes. I mean, I'm more I more so
0: mean compose,
1: it, like it produce production and everything. Yeah, everything. The whole package. It, again, it depends on the song. I mean, some songs happen really fast. Some songs you labor over them for a year just cause n- not because you can't write it, but because you know, like what you, you sort of the standard you want it to be up to and doesn't quite hit that. And then you don't until a year later really realize like the thing that you had to do to make that song get to where it is. You know, right. um, you find it's, sometimes it's like hard to explain you could f- not write
2: a song first not like think it's kind of shit or think it's not that great and then a year later you listen to it and you're like wait a minute that actually wasn't that bad
1: all the time
0: get comfy get comfy on the. that's the produce that's <laughs>
1: <Yes>. <laughs> yeah all so the what time.
2: what What? like what what are you calling the record
0: what's the what are the?
1: oh uh, i can't tell you what i'm calling the record yet um... wait so you do have a new record coming out Oh, yeah, I'm working on a record.
0: Okay, that's. He's in the studio. I didn't know that.
1: I'm in the studio, bro. I thought you were going to tour no, this oh, record once studio. everything opened. Okay, that's cool. So I was going to tour this record? Now, the previous Do one. You have some information I don't? Because <laughs> yeah. I would love to know if I'm Dude, gonna tour I was this just
0: record. in Beijing
1: <laughs> talking
0: to President Xi or whatever the fuck he is. <laughs> he said it's going to open up, baby. <laughs> I hope so. No, but, uh. I always get. Oh, another thing on the on that podcast was, uh brett weinstein was like i i want i like a world where people are kind of fucking looney tunes like i like crazy people it makes art more creative and wild and like brett weinstein said he likes crazy people yeah he like he likes a society where like the artists and like
1: the creatives are like crazy isn't brett weinstein like a socialist though doesn't he want like full-on communism no no
0: no i I don't think so he's like anti-big tech and shit I don't know about anti-big tech, he, but like anti-censorship. Like and He's a big like
1: math guy. Aspirin. I know I know Brett Weinstein, the shit in Everest College is No, actually, no, no, that no his that's his brother.
0: brother. That's his brother. <laughs> yeah, that's his brother. No. Bert Weinstein. <laughs> is it you're Bert? Incorrect. I it was Eric. No, I, I just made that up. No. no,
1: you're incorrect. There's Eric Weinstein and Brett Weinstein. Brett okay, Weinstein so, yeah. is the guy that went through the shit at Everest okay, College. Okay, so Eric, <laughs> Eric... Weinstein is not the guy that went through Eric the shit. Eric is the one. Yeah, yeah. Eric's the one I'm talking yeah, about. Okay, you're talking about Eric. You fool! I like the name. Burt, I like Bert Weinstein. No. <laughs> Brett Weinstein. I, yeah, because
2: Weinstein's a really like intense last name. Like well, you'd take if it's like Mr. Weinstein. We need to like think and grow this company and reach maximum potential. You'd be like <laughs> for sure. But if you said Bert Weinstein, <laughs> 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 like, Bert.
1: I know. I've I've done a lot of Sesame research Street. on Brett, but Eric, I have not actually. He does po- like Rogan's podcast a bunch. I, I, I think Tim Sean Dylan showed me a little bit. I just, I, you <laughs> know, I got acquainted with Brett Weinstein because of the Everest College stuff. Dude, Dude, that, that is crazy, insane. Which is, insane. Which is like the perfect the example Weinstein of gang <laughs> of what we've been talking about about division and how insane it can get with ideologies. It's all about ideologies and how people start to believe certain things are right, whether or not. I don't want to get too into it. Brett Weinstein. Good guy. Come on the show. Come on the show. Come on the show. <laughs> yeah.
2: was- Let's Skype him
0: in. Let's
1: tweet him <laughs> right now. What was your point with er- with Eric though? I, 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 I he was just it.
0: saying he wants to, he wants a society where like it's okay to be fucked up. Like he wants he doesn't want to an want, extent, without breaking law. Yeah, yeah, he don't want he doesn't want like perfection. It's like you have to be a, a more understanding. People make mistakes. Nobody's perfect. And if we're gonna have a society where you uh, like can't ex- like have that. It's like where. Well, then, good luck. He said, basically, we may as well start learning Chinese right now.
1: Yeah. So. I mean, I agree. With I don't man, understand the I'm, Chinese. I mean, I'm pretty <laughs> fucked up, man. I feel like we're all like we're all artists in our own sense in this room, and we're all pretty fucked up, and yeah. Like people
2: about. need a release. Like that's the thing. It's like we live so much of our lives doing work, trying to like reach goals, trying to make things happen. You know, there, there, there's always, at least for me, one thing that kind of keeps me going is having something to kind of look forward to. Yeah. You're like, okay, I'm putting in all this work and in a month I'm going to do X. Like, I've just gone, like...
1: Totally so like, the destination.
2: Yeah, exactly. Like, we grew up with that. It's like, when you go to school, you start, you start the first day of school and you're like, okay, awesome. I it's, fucking it's, hated it's, school. But, like, the school aside, the point is, like, you start your first day of school with the point that you're going to finish on the last day and you're going to be done. And then you have summer and then get to hang for summer. And then you go back and it's the repetitiveness and you know, you have a test, you do the test, you finish the test, you get a good grade or a bad grade, which makes you feel good or bad. Like everything in life you do, you have, there's like a reward that comes with it. And right now, since there's like, you know, you could work really hard and make a lot of money do a lot of things and you can't do a lot with it. Yeah. You know, there's no release. So like as a musician, you're like, man, i to do this record, I do this, I do that. And then the release is playing that sold out show or having or going to a show or like I just worked a uh, 40 hour week. Uh, I can't wait to see my friends on Friday night, drink, be sober, go for sushi, do whatever it is. But like, ha- like releases, I think keep society normal because we have something to like take the
0: edge. It's a very good point because I'm just thinking about like a billionaire What's their release? You know, like what? What do? Once you're like a billionaire, you've built like a Jeff Bezos type business. It's like I guess his release is building rocket ships now. But yeah, <laughs> I, that's a bad example. But okay, I'll just go to like a real estate tycoon. Let's say you have a fucking two hundred million dollars, and you. With I feel like it's almost a benefit to like be a creative because then you're like okay like i can make my own feature film i can make a fucking sweet record now with my own studio okay. i don't give a fuck if anybody listens to it or not but i i could make it or like i can even I like have people come into my studio and use it artists that i like
2: yeah that, that could be satisfactory for a lot of people too. yeah
0: it's you, like what what keeps, sam just wants to have a cuck hotel <laughs> <laughs> what keeps people going
2: like, that, that's the kind of question, is what keeps you kind of motivated to continue doing what you're doing? Oh, fuck. You know? Like, that's Sam, why, why, do you, why do you keep doing music?
1: I mean, it, it's the 16-year-old me thing, you know? I just, uh, the process. You what the hell the was process. the
0: 16-year-old Sam like? I feel like you were that a nightmare. Was,
1: that was pretty <laughs>
2: fucked. <laughs> Sam, okay, can I say Sam threw one of the biggest parties? <laughs> The Newmarket Aurora scene in Newmarket East... BUCKTOBERFEST! BUCKTOBERFEST! It was sick. It was sweet. That was yeah, actually the first... Was that the first time I met
1: you? No, I didn't even know you when I threw that part. I didn't know yeah, you until yeah, years so, later. So
2: yeah, that would have been the first time I probably saw Sam.
0: Holy shit. What, what? BUCKTOBERFEST? You weren't there? No, I never got the invite. I'm <laughs> to- <laughs> What a loser.
2: <laughs> loser. No, no. So Sam, Sam's parents... Like
0: you, you would describe a way I mean,
1: that. hopefully, my parents never see this because they'd be pissed. But like,
0: oh, they good. didn't know about the party. Place. It's oh, a laughing no. matter. Did you hire a fucking professional cleaning crew to come?
1: Actually, oh, yes. No. Actually, Actually yeah, yes. I, I, <laughs> but not because I was planning for that. It's
2: crazy because if social media was around when you had that party, it would have been so different. Like there would have been Instagram videos. Like there was a DJ. Like DJ. Like Chris, was it Chris Thompson? Yeah. Like yeah. There was DJ like a DJ awake DJ. There
0: was like a DJ. There was like people in the pool. There was like that is crazy. There was Did like, you have an isolated house?
1: Yeah, well, I live in the country. Yeah, it was like we live in Stoweville which is like pretty close to Newmarket. It'd be like similar started.
2: to like your parents kind of situation where right. like there, there would have been nobody around.
1: Right. Yeah. It was pretty I Probably more Yeah. My parents went to Florida. Oh and my God. <laughs> I threw a party. You had a Project X. Yeah. It was, it was li- literally Project X came out like a year later or something. And everyone was like, bro, this was your house.
0: Was like, ah. This one guy I knew at my high school had a party while his parents were gone. And he meant it to be like just eight guys hanging out. And it, Dude, like 700 people showed up, smashed his walls, like $200,000 in damage. His parents got a divorce. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my parents got a really divorce. You couldn't fucking have your parents. <laughs>
1: dude, that was that was not That's far like, off from where, what it was like, though. There was like, you know, I was not trying to have that big of a party, but I think there was some sabotages. In That's the, the thing. In the it's like word of and mouth. They invited spreads. everyone and. I don't know. There was hundreds of people. So it many was,
2: people came. It was insane. There was
1: people that literally would like be like, they're coming to me like, like Sam, can I punch a hole in your wall? Like, no. No. What? Why are you asking me that?
2: But F- then you're drunk and you're like, punch <laughs> a hole in my... <laughs> I, I, no, that
1: didn't no, happen. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it, but it, like, it happened anyways. People punch holes in your wall? Yeah, that was like the detriment of my youth. I was I was totally free and then like that happened and all of a sudden like I was grounded forever, <laughs> dude. I mean, fair how enough. The, like, how did you fix the walls? To be honest, if it was my kid and they did that to my house, I'd be like, "Okay, you're never going out ever. Like, you're done."
0: <laughs> it's funny how it's funny how like when you're young, like they're like, the more people at that party, the better it was. But like now, it's like ah, you can have like fifteen people. It's it still was, great. It, it was exactly like, you yeah, enjoy that, getting wasted more. You're just like, I actually prefer five, smaller parties. Yeah, like
1: five. You go to, to a ten. club. You go to like. What's a club here? Like government. You go and there's a thousand people there. Great. But you go to somewhere where there's th- 13 people. You're going to like meet those people more intimately and get to know each other. Because you don't have other options. Right. But that ends up kind of being better. You know?
2: Right. Maturity.
1: Uh, I, I like that. Yeah. I like uh, I've always liked just talking to people a bit more. That's why I, I, I can't go to clubs, man.
0: Dude, what about that's why you nothing? enjoy live music. You can go with a thousand people, but you don't have to talk to them. Exactly.
1: Sure, I guess. Well, do
0: you like to be a social butterfly? Is I like I
1: like going to a bar where I can also like uh, smoke and talk to somebody. But like when you go to like a club, which I've been dragged to many times, you know it's different. It's like a bar you go. You know you're in this different section of the bar. You're like hey, you know how are you going? How how's how's it? How's it going? Yeah, Sam. Sam how's this? But what at a club, the, 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 if you are trying to meet somebody, like a, a romantic partner, let's say, <laughs> the only approach is, hey, baby, you want to dance? <laughs> <You know?
0: laughs> it's true. There's
1: no conversational. There's no witty humor. It's just like it's physical. <laughs> and, and you're not a physical cat. I'm I'm physical, but like, <laughs> not in that way. You know, I I'm not gonna hop up on the dance floor and and strut my stuff. That's not my thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna put on gonna, some jazz. I'm gonna put on some <laughs> jazz and uh, singing falsetto. Seduce you with my sweet conversation.
0: <laughs> right. I mean, I'm I'm pretty much gonna take my shirt off soon. I'm getting pretty hot.
1: Yeah, that's part of it. You're act 2 of the play. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Sam Marion's just love top you. 5 bars in Toronto.
1: Ooh. do they have to still be open?
2: No. Like, well, okay. let's say cuz I really lo- recently.
1: Okay. Okay, cuz I did like the hideout a lot and they closed. <laughs> Even though they well, kicked they relocated. me out. They kicked me out like literally like seven times. Hideout, what like, the hell? Dude, like, let's
2: tell that story. Which we, one? Which, kitchen, which I, of the I seven? There, I escaped very minimally without because what you we, escaped? we we okay, you hop the fence. The thing with the hideout was there was always a huge line, but there was also a huge patio where you could kind of just hop over the fence where everyone was smoking cigarettes, and then you just yeah, go in. That
1: turned out great.
2: <laughs> and then like we did that, but then for some reason, like you guys went to, like everyone went to the washroom. And then that's when the security guards came in and they
0: busted you. So what's the story? You got busted at a bar?
2: <laughs> no, we
0: tried to we, we tried The story is like we
2: tried to we tried to sneak in. Okay. But we like failed miserably and they're like, "Yeah, we totally saw you off the fence." Like, right.
1: The one guy literally Get told me he's line. like, "If you try to break into my bar again, I'm going to fucking kill you." I was like, "Whoa, and that you're was, like, listen, that was a I know the owner- I'm like, isn't this ch- like this is just your day job bro yeah like, <laughs> you care about this bar that much yeah okay so <laughs> you got paid like what 13, <laughs> $13. 50 an hour like you're gonna kill me that, that dude that's that reminds me of, <laughs>
0: <laughs> that reminds me of people who are like take their jobs too yeah like just get well even just like follow a politician too hard it's like i'm gonna fucking kill for this guy it's like <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> all okay, right okay, okay, okay. relax
2: we, we got sam Arianza so the number one is the hideout
1: or is that number five what was it no, top 10 top, top five am fucking five. kill top you five. okay number one is definitely not the hideout okay it's up there <laughs> i'm sorry hideout guys dan i'm sorry but so I not five. T-
0: God, I'd love to hear there. number What's five.
1: I don't know. <laughs> I
0: mean, top, five,
1: top five Toronto venues. Eh? I mean, a Cameron House is up there. Not even because it's like the greatest venue, but it has that vintage feel and has the nostalgia for me. Because... So it's, it's coming in number five? Me and Sean lived right above the Cameron House. And that was like our place between like 21 to like... 24 or something like that Where we were just You know It was our party years And
0: So that's number f- Let's do top three
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna put Cameron House at number one Just because That was like The home base Yeah You know Yeah
2: If it was winter The best part of it Was like Man we could literally Just walk out
1: Walk down the stairs
2: Like the, my I hate having to Coat check a coat Cause generally I don't Like not that I have Expensive coats But I like Having coats That I don't wanna lose and as soon as you give the ticket, you like you pay the ten dollars, you get the ticket, you're like, Am I ever gonna see this coat again? <laughs>
0: Dude, the amount of coats I've Or
2: lost. you just put the the camera doesn't get, even have a coat check. Or you get too drunk. You just fucking... hang it up and hope that somebody doesn't take it. Or you get too
0: drunk and Dude, take the wrong. The amount coat. of times I've just no, Easy. even just the times I've left and like not even grabbed my coat. I'm just yeah. like, Well, I'm going home <laughs> Dude, I, I specifically at the Cameron house, I was like
2: I'd like I had my one denim jacket that I loved that I was like I swear to God, I left at the Cameron House, and eventually I asked Annalise, the one bartender. I'm like, Annalise, like, I'm pretty sure I left a denim jacket here like a month ago, but like, I'm not sure. She was like, "Damn it!" She's like, "I really wanted that denim jacket. I was hoping no one was gonna come and claim it."
0: <laughs> oh my god! And I
2: was like, "Okay, well, at least you got." It. But you know what I mean, like,
0: right? Okay, we're, number we're one, dying. Cameron House. I number feel like 12. Rivoli would be up there for you. Eh. <laughs> yeah.
1: You're a Rivoli hound No No, no. <laughs> Sorry Rivoli But no It's closed Update your you fucking know. 80s Fucking sound system Um No it's, uh, a clo- it's
0: closed So Not the Rivoli It's closed
1: I think yeah. it's closed Yeah uh, That's terrible to hear. I'm so sad Um Yeah Cameron House Number one Just for nostalgic value I'm gonna say a horseshoe Honestly Fucking I love Horseshoe. So it's good. it's a classic venue. So old school. And I don't know. I just, whenever I go there, I feel at home It's an indie rocker. Horseshoe's good.
0: Number Coming two. Number two.
1: Number three. Usually these, these lists go in reverse, don't they? No, so well, not, one, not on the Sean and Luke there's show. Tremendous, there's tremendous uh, curiosity about what number one would be. But not on the Sean and Luke show. I'm curious to hear what number we three is. We arrive early. We yeah. arrive early. I'm arriving. <laughs> 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 Thank you, Russell Peters, for that one. Um, <laughs> number three. Uh, oh... This is hard T- Okay, while
2: well, you think Give me just, Help just, me Because well, you
1: live with me well, like,
2: While you think about number three I just want to say something About the horseshoe <laughs> The horseshoe is just so legendary Because like Only like Mainly because it's got the two Like like you have the venue in the back And then just like this Almost like yeah, Jim w- Morrison In Jim Morrison Like Bar at the front With the long like, By Jim picture,
1: Morrison Bar at the front You mean A W Burgers On Demand that's what you mean. Definitely. Because right? okay, okay. he can get chubby chicken. He, he's
2: like, he ch- eats more chicken than any man ever seen. So, like, definitely he was getting it. He any
1: eats man. more chicken than any man ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> what is this? It's our country rendition of, of the Horseshoe Tavern. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this
0: is crazy. Okay, <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> so number three. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying to know. Let's just do top three because I don't I've never even been. Luke's anywhere. getting impatient. I'd have never even fucking been to the horseshoe, I don't think. If Luke doesn't find out right now <laughs> He's going home.
2: <laughs> Boy, you wanna eat, my ass so true. <laughs> what is
0: <laughs> give it up for number three. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? You know who my brothers are? They're fucking Marine snipers. You want to fuck with the fucking Marine? These all came with the fucking road <laughs> set too. That's crazy. This is this
1: is stock Sounds. Yeah. <laughs> stock Sounds. Road, what the fuck? This is stock sounds from Road.
2: <laughs> Boy you want to <laughs> eat my ass so true. Boy you want to eat my ass so true.
1: Boy you want to eat my ass so true. <laughs> Brought to you by Road Mike fronts. Official
0: Sound, oh <laughs> dude! I actually can't believe it. Road sense. Only now, the best from road microphone. Now that I think about it, it's actually pretty crazy. Oh, to think this summer. Now that I think about it.
2: What oh you
1: wanna
0: eat? my ass okay? Summer. <laughs> 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 yeah,
2: it's pretty.
1: <laughs> How do you eat an ass so true? What is the, the qualification oh for eating an ass not right, but true? That's what I want to know. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, I just want to hear what this one is.
0: Oh, we already heard that one.
1: I execute judgment on you, COVID-19. Oh, much. Oh. I execute judgment on you, <laughs> Satan. Oh. You destroyer.
2: I've almost like laughed so much I'm crying that something could yeah, be like so hurts. funny. That I just couldn't laugh anymore because I've just laughed more than
0: oh. I've ever laughed. So wow. we, I, uh, And we still didn't find number three. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, yeah. We found out that Road sent me a, a bunk machine here.
1: <laughs> oh my God. We didn't even do number four. I don't know why you guys are a number three. Oh, right. no, I, did did, say, I did originally did. say
2: top five. Okay, we got two. We got Cameron House. We got Horseshoe. Cameron House number, number one. Number
1: three. Tilly! Okay, we got number one. Cameron House. Which okay, camera's off okay, horseshoe. we got number two, horseshoe.
0: This podcast has gone off the rails.
1: Number three. All the King Street people are like, bro, what are you talking about? Horseshoe? Horseshoe. No, I'm sorry, but that's what it is, guys. Horseshoe. <laughs> horseshoe <laughs> Okay, um we're gonna go. Number three. Oh. Coming in at number three. Sam, you should stand up. Coming in at number <laughs> okay, three. We're
0: dying to know.
1: We are dying to know. I'm also figuring it out as I'm saying.
0: You leave the bar. You are walking home. You go. Oh,
1: Boy, man. I need one more stop. One more stop. Where? where what is that stop? Midnight. That stop is probably number three.
0: Oh shit! Oh. Sean's camera died. <laughs> it's only on <laughs> Sam now. Bye. It's
1: only on me. I'm the only camera left, guys. Do we
2: got an extra charger?
1: It turns out that number three is... uh, (laughs) Number three is... (laughs) 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 Number three is... Sam, you gotta get to the... Wait, are we still on camera? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were fixing the camera. We thought Luke was fixing the camera. Number three is. <sighs> what is number three? I don't. Know. I want to know what you think, Sean. Honestly, I think Dude, number, number three. Number three
2: is Sneaky D's for you, for sure.
1: Sneaky D's. What do you mean, Sneaky D's? What? What good memories have you had in Sneaky D's? None. I know you have not good memories. What is good about that bar other than the fact that it has like this memorable punk rock reputation?
2: Okay, not Sneaky D's. Where else? Oh,
1: yeah, exactly. God, That's what God I God thought. It's
0: just
2: bursting. What about okay. somewhere in Kensington?
1: I think, yeah, Kensington, I'm I'm down. You know, let's throw some props to Dude, some more underground cool more Kensington more? spots. Um, What was the fucking spot that had, that was like basically a bunch of benches in kensington that was a cool spot i like that underground cool punk
0: look you little shit you fucking (laughs) old bitch
1: you know what i'm saying yeah cool Oh, what was it called? Dude, oh, it's yeah, been cool so house. long since I've been. Does, yeah, you know do it. Cool count? This should be the marketing a,
0: campaign for this cl- club. He's trying to think of. Just like, what's that spot? What is it? What? a fucking hole in the wall.
1: I would do, what is it? That old town that Eric used to live
0: at? <laughs> Come, on <laughs> <laughs> Come on by with your Eric! Come on by with your friends. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> let's get Sam to give us a goodbye quote because it's getting the near be- bedtime here. Okay, <laughs> Not well,
2: yet.
1: I think if Cool House is allowed, I would like to give it a shout-out to Cool House because that was where I saw my first show.
2: Okay, last and question. Cool House where's, was fucking Where's dope. the favorite place you've ever played? Played? Yes.
1: Definitely. Favorite venue? Calgary Flames, Flames Central. Flame Central is That was fun. They Why? didn't. Why Flame Central? Well, okay. One, the venue was just designed really dope. But I think the lack of the barrier that they put between the audience right. and the stage was really dope. Because until that point, I had never, aside from like small shows, I'd never really experienced that kind of connection with an audience where they, the stage ends here and the audience is right there. And it was... It yeah, was for the, those who
2: don't know, it's like, it's this little, like, it has like kind of like a wraparound, but literally there's there's no barrier. Yeah. Because, you know, when you play a show, there's a little fence they make sure like people can get on the stage. Yeah. This, you're right there. Uh,
1: uh, yeah. And, somebody, and it makes it kind of cool. I've always been like kind of shy on stage and stuff like that but that was the show where like I was like your coming of age party yeah exactly well you yeah. like
2: dropped your hair down and everyone was grabbing your
0: hair yeah <laughs> <laughs> <was> pretty <laughs> epic moment so that didn't hurt me when do you think yeah. you'll be done your album second last question
1: um I don't know. I'm hoping. I mean, I got the studio rented for two weeks, so I'm I'm hoping in the next two weeks. Oh, shit. But it'll probably be like a month, hopefully. You
0: get to get everything mastered, or do you master it yourself?
1: <laughs> oh, that's, we're not even close to that stage. Right now, it's at the, like, making everything sound good stage. Um, and it, it's it's a pretty weird record. Yeah. So it's, like, weird to get people in on because, like, you have to sort of... It's like you have to bring them into it like it, it's as if you were making a movie and you have to get them to understand what's happening in the movie first. It's you have to bring them into that world. Right. Like with me and Sean today, like we were working on a thing and it was okay. And then eventually yeah, we ended to figure up getting out, into like, a what, thing.
2: What song do you want like what kind of song do you want to do? Like we were trying to do a canon song, but in reality we should have been like what like we should have been doing a mute choir song. And once we
1: decided well, we ended to, up
2: once we decided to try to do something that was more like what you wanted to do, it clicked,
1: yeah, it was a lot better. It was like the, the classic dysfunctional weird anxiety rave music that I guess I make um my answer for you is i don't I don't know, Luke, I don't know, it right. it could be done in the next month, it could be done in the next three. It's really hard to say.
0: Hopefully, by the time it's done, you can, we have a, a big enough studio. You can do a live show in it. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: That would be cool. um
0: and we do it live?
1: I'm hoping so because, yeah, like, you know, I've been working fucking hard on this record. And um, COVID doesn't give a lot back, you know? No. You're just you're just kind of putting it out. And, you know, the re- I bring up the 16-year-old self and all that. Because what else... As a musician, these days, like, you're doing it because you fucking love it or you don't.
0: I feel like you're going to go home and get absolutely slammed tonight. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you're uh, going to go home you, and
1: have another bottle of going. I'm going back to Sean's. I mean, Yeah, even same more same reason. Same <laughs> Sean, I'm going to go to Sean's what and you, be stones over. No, what do you mean? <laughs> hey, we're gonna, yeah, Sean, Sean is such a good influence. What are you talking about? We're going to go to his place. We're gonna watch play chess. And play chess. Yes.
0: See see yeah. Okay, wait, wait.
1: Okay. Yeah,
2: yeah it's in so the cast?
1: Yeah. Sam,
0: fuck. Sam, tell everyone where they can find Weird you. We had guest
2: number one on the fucking cast. I'm podcast.
1: guest number one. We've we've yeah, covered many topics one. today. Um w I wanna want give a shout out. To Cooler's Light. So <laughs> <laughs> Luke World. and Sean. <laughs> <The Super laughs>
0: Bullet, boy, it tastes weird, but it goes down smooth. <laughs> okay, where does everyone reach you? For God's sakes, um, Pornhub dash Sam dash Hair dash Ariad. Um, no, quiet music. Well, thanks everyone for listening to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're going to wrap it up Sam was our first guest We did it Our other podcast Came out at, On Tuesday Last week So Yeah uh, Tomorrow No technically it was Oh true
1: I'm, Wait you guys have another I'm problem? not
0: in the future huh? What
1: What
2: This what podcast was way more fun
1: <laughs> You can find <laughs> you me In Mute ever... <laughs> Choir Music I'll be writing Many songs Many Same. that you love And dislike some, Some you're gonna just hate. I I will write a song about Luke <laughs> and my love for Luke. <laughs> Sam's actually not close. Luke, chance. you really got me good.
0: Next Luke, time you see me, I'll be 25 pounds less.
2: Luke, Jacked, Jacked. 25 pounds fresh. fresh
0: out of prison. Fresh out. Of <laughs> prison. Well, think about like well, think about when we did this podcast. We. We pretty much talked about everything. Aliens, me going to jail, <laughs> the, Sam's music. The, the, pure, division. the
2: purely hypothetical reality where Luke gets
1: jacked. There's
0: a better chance that I go to jail.
1: Please, nobody ever take any real life advice out of anything we've said in this podcast.
0: Your <laughs> description is best. All right. Okay, we're okay. signing off. Thank you, everyone, for watching. Sam Arion's a cuck. Follow him on what socials? One, two, three, four. Fuck you, Luke. All right. <laughs> Thanks, everyone.
1: Bye. Okay. Fuck Please. you, Luke. I hate you.
0: All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Thanks, wait. everyone, for tuning wait, in. Wait,
1: wait. <laughs> wait. We need to plug. We need to plug.
0: Thanks, everyone. You what can you find
1: put? Luke Mitchell at Luke Mitchell. <laughs> dot I like <laughs> grannies in my ass dot com. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks everyone. Dude, that was
2: hilarious.
1: Luke Mitchell dot, granny please. <laughs> granny.